Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we talk about how to get stuff done. And here's a fun fact. We're talking about this because I've recently failed horribly in this area. So it's kind of a reminder to myself. So enjoy the show because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Big change. Today's song is called Why We Lose by Cartoon featuring Coleman Trap. Personally, I love the song, but honestly, it's relevant because for so many of us, the reason we lose is simply because we don't do the work. So on that note, check out the artist and let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple, research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and before we start today's show, I have a quick announcement. Many of you have probably noticed that in the past two weeks, the show has gone from five days per week to three days per week. Well, there's a reason for this. This podcast has seen incredible growth from day one. It started as a random thought back in December of 2015 while out on a date with my girlfriend, Rachel. It launched on January 1st, and since then, it has done over 150,000 downloads, averaging 14 to 15,000 per week. Honestly, I'm astonished, and I can't thank you enough for sharing, listening, and subscribing to the show. It means the world to me, and I mean that. But unfortunately, we've hit a little bit of a wall. You see, there's a time limit on how long iTunes and other podcast apps will feature your show. Tiny Leaps crossed that time limit about three weeks ago. So while the show has continued to do incredibly well, it stopped growing. The whole point of starting this podcast was to create something that prioritized one singular message. All big changes come from the tiny leaps we take every day. 
That message is a mantra. It's a philosophy that allows each of us to focus on making better decisions rather than on fluffy statements and pipe dreams. If the show isn't growing, it means that less people are hearing that message. And if less people are hearing that message, it means that Sarah, the single mother of five who lives in rural Alabama, or Malik, the 17-year-old who grew up in the ghetto with no dad around, it means that the people who need to hear this message the most, the people who need to know that they have the power to slowly change their situation over time, they're less likely to hear it. So for a while... I'm going to scale the show back to three days per week. I don't know whether that will be forever. I I don't know how long that will last. But since the show isn't being promoted anymore, I need to free up more time to find other ways to stimulate its growth and ultimately to get that message to the people who need to hear it. So with that said, I appreciate your understanding. I hope you continue to listen. And if you know someone who needs to listen to this podcast, I encourage you to share it with them. The new schedule will be Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Let's get into the episode. Being productive is hard. Honestly, it's the number one thing we all struggle with. We know what we need to do at work. We know how long it will take, but we just can't get ourselves to start. And when we do, we just can't get ourselves to stay focused the entire time. I struggle with this daily. In fact, a lot of times if I just can't get into something, I'll often punt my work until I'm able to focus more and get all the distractions out of my system. But that doesn't work for everybody. And frankly, it's not a habit I want to continue doing. So what can we do? Well, first, we need to understand why this happens. An article for Success Magazine titled How to Get More Done in Less Time says, quote, The human brain is not built to multitask. Ask someone to walk fast in a straight line and solve a difficult math problem. Their walking speed will slow down while they try to calculate the answer. When you do two things at once, your brain is context switching. When you stop doing task number one to start task number two, you have to mentally bookmark what you were doing and where you were to then come back after you finish task number two to start task number one again. This confusing chain of events is called a context switch. And just like a computer, your brain slows down when you give it multiple commands at once. Many people live in a mixed mode. They're not fully focused on work, but they're not completely switched off either. It slows them down, burns them out, and drains them of all of their energy. End quote. We all try to multitask. In fact, many of us swear up and down that we're phenomenal at it. The problem is that our brains just aren't wired. Two totally different processes can't be run at the same time. And as the quote from Success Magazine mentions, in order to do task number two, you must mentally switch from task number one. This switch burns energy. Do this a few times and you'll not only get far less done on each individual task, but you'll also be exhausted. And with that exhaustion comes decision fatigue and poor decision making. Being productive is all about balancing the brain's natural capabilities with the immense amount of processing power we have available. When deployed correctly, our brain can process and accomplish almost anything. But if handled incorrectly, which is how most of us live on a day-to-day basis, the power we all have between our ears can quickly be depleted, leaving us with that dreaded feeling of not really accomplishing anything. 
Okay, let's talk about how we deploy this correctly then, shall we? In a collaboration between sparringminds.com and ASAP Science, the group looked at all of the factors involved in our ability and inability to get things done effectively. Here are five things they found to be important. Below, you'll find their recommendations with some of my own thoughts sprinkled in. Number one, get started. No, seriously, just get started. I know this sounds cliche, but the hardest part of doing the thing is usually actually starting it. We tend to build things up in our own minds and focus almost exclusively on the negative aspects, how long it'll take or how much effort we'll have to exert. We build mountains out of the things we don't want to do. And usually after we start, we realize, oh, that wasn't that bad. So yeah, sit down and start right now. I mean it. After you listen to the rest of this episode, go start whatever it is that you're putting off. Number two, be deliberate. The people in the world who are the best at what they do didn't get there just by practicing more. They got there by deploying a technique known as deliberate practice. Deliberate practice is a state of intense focus on your work that allows you to block out everything else for a set period of time. By doing this, you allow yourself to get a higher quality of work accomplished in the same or even a shorter period of time. Number three, set a timer. Our work expands to the time we've allotted for it. This is true. So give yourself less time. Now, that doesn't mean you should be unrealistic with yourself, and that doesn't mean you should sacrifice quality, but the fact is that we all give ourselves just a little bit too much time on each task. Things that could be accomplished in one hour tend to take three or four. Pull out your phone and set a timer. Doing that allows you to stick to that period of time and will instantly help improve your focus. Number four, once you've got the timer thing nailed down, try recording what you've accomplished in each work block. This will allow you to place realistic evaluations on your time going forward. It allows you to do things like chart out which time blocks you are most focused in and which aren't working well. It also has the added bonus of giving you a record to look back to at the end of the day to see that you actually did accomplish quite a bit. And number five, stop multitasking. Finally, just stop Seriously, stop it. Close your other tabs. Get your phone away from you. Honestly, I'm breaking this rule right now because I just posted a recording to Snapchat, but it's terrible. Just stop doing it. Focus on one thing and you'll be amazed at what you can get done. So let's keep the conversation going. Follow me on Twitter or here's a new one. Add me on Snapchat. On both, I'm at Greg Clunas and let's chat. That's it for episode 52. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show, please, please, please remember to subscribe and share this episode with just one person who you think needs to hear it. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day. I do right.